live life, plan a better tomorrow. Welcome to the Estate Planning Show about planning, controlling, and protecting your family, your wealth, and your legacy. And now your host, attorney Henry King Che. Welcome back to Live Life and Plan for a Better Tomorrow. I'm your host, Henry King Che, an estate planning attorney here in Mill Creek, Washington, a suburb right outside of Seattle. And today we're going to go back to uh, the nuts and bolts of wills, estate planning, but specifically about wills. And I'm going to sort of get into the weeds a little bit more. Uh, Yesterday I talked about sort of the general uh, things that you would need to make a will valid. And what I want to get into is use in the will. And as many of you know, language can be problematic, right? Because it can be very open to interpretation. George Bernard Shaw had once said that the problem with uh, communication is the illusion that it has been accomplished, right? And I know that I've said less is more in terms of lifestyle and financial uh, planning uh, and how you should live. But in terms of actual legal documents, sometimes less is more is, is not a good thing because that can leave things open for interpretation. And you don't want that where if you are the testator or the one drawing up the will or writing up the will, that you want to be very unequivocal I'm very clear about your wishes and and who should receive and what they should receive, right? Um, It should be that simple. And for your do-it-yourselfers, your DIYers out there, no. I I have have said in previous videos that if you have the capability and you're competent enough and feel comfortable doing it and your estate is not that complicated, you could do this yourself. And there are documents you can buy, packages you can buy, bookstores, staples, legal zoom documents for $40 or I don't know how much they are now, uh, one pagers, two pagers, fill in the blanks, and yes, you could possibly do it yourself, right? But as we get into things here, and, and the first topic uh, that I'm going to talk about here is describing the recipients of your property, the recipients of uh, your assets and your wealth, okay? And you're gonna start to see that it's not as simple as it may appear at first blush. And so, one of the terms that you may have heard me like throw around and other estate planning attorneys throw around in layman terms is the term uh, heirs and descendants, uh, beneficiaries, okay? Now there are very clear uh, definitions in in the um, what's called the uh, Uniform Probate Code, uh, and state laws and in the code use a certain terminology that come from the intestate succession laws. Intestate means dying without a will, and determining who should inherit, which parties should inherit, and first in terms of the line of succession. And so there is the term heirs that is used. And heirs refers to uh, surviving spouse, 
ancestors, descendants, and collateral relatives. And when I say collateral relatives, we will be referring to aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews as collateral relatives. Okay. So those are the heirs. Now, in a lot of these documents, now, and let me, before I get into the, the other terminology, um, heirs will not be determined until after your death. So um, person's heirs are not determined until after your death. So if that terminology, errors, is used in any estate planning instrument uh, where it's referring to you while you're living, that could pose some problems. But majority of the time, it's being referenced um, for the time after you pass, after your death. Okay. Now the other terminology that you're going to see in estate planning documents, particularly in wills and trusts, is the term issue, I-S-S-U-E, issue or descendants. And those terms will... Now issue or descendants in the estate planning context means your your children. And they can also mean your children's children, so your, your grandchildren and great-grandchildren, so forth. So a direct lineal line, so a straight line from you down, right? Your children, your children's children, their children's children, and so forth, right? Blood lineal descent is what we're talking about when we're talking about issue and descendants. So um, spouses, right? Uh, ancestors, collateral relatives, again, nieces, nephews, aunts and uncles um, would not be included. Stepbrothers, stepsisters, not included here. When we're talking about issue, uh, and descendants, we're talking about the lineal blood descendants. Now, if you're having an attorney draft this, oftentimes most of us will be uh, including a, a definition section in the will. I'm uh, getting glitches here for, from Facebook Live so, so that it's absolutely clear who we're talking about uh, when we're using the words uh, heirs and descendants or issues. Okay. Um, so the documents will oftentimes describe children or grandchildren, again, interchangeably with issue or descendants. Um, parents will be will oftentimes be defined as well. And then uh, collateral relatives, as I've defined it for you, we're talking about the, uh, the nieces, nephews, aunts and uncles. But you have to be careful, you know, are we talking about which Anna and uncle are we talking about, from which side of the family, um, blood related or by marriage. So you want to be very clear with, with how you're referencing uh, the people that are going to um, be the recipients of your estate. Okay. So um, some complications that can come up are dealing with the issue of stepchildren, foster children, uh, adopted children, right? And um, there's oftentimes language that we use for afterborn takers. And that can, it'll sound something like this. A person who was conceived before, but born alive after an event shall be treated if he or she had been alive at the time of the event. So oftentimes you're gonna see language very similar to that in, uh, in a will or trust, okay? Um, 
and you know this may or may not apply to you but for some of you who have children from in vitro fertilization uh, how do we deal with that uh, in terms of the estate planning context so you may be able to do this all by yourself keep in mind the language the terminology that you use is very very important if you want this to be smooth for uh, for the for your personal representative and for the courts to fully understand your desires and wishes as to what should happen to your asset and your estate your wealth that you're passing on to the future gener generation to your heirs or to your issue or specific you need to define the terms if you're gonna do this on your own uh, make sure that the forms that you're purchasing or if you're just doing this from scratch and you're capable of doing that that you're defining the terms as you go along so that there's no question here as to what what you want to have happen in terms of the description for the recipients. So um, I'll be back tomorrow to talk further about other terminology and describing property, particularly uh, real property, and how that should be laid out in a will. Uh, so until next time, uh, host Henry King Shea. Uh, if you like what you're, you're seeing, and um, please connect, like, thumbs up, and subscribe and I'll be back again. So I'll see you. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Live Life and Plan for a Better Tomorrow. Again, I'm your host, Henry King Che. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And until next time, live life and plan for a better tomorrow. I'll see you.